This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, chefs. You're listening to Chef's PSA podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natera. Today, we're going to get into a controversial PSA that I posted the other day, and that is that taste is greater and more important than presentation. And I know I'm going to catch some heat for this. Uh, when I posted the PSA, everyone was in my DM saying, no, I'm wrong. Presentation is equally as important. Um, blah, 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 blah. Wrong. Taste is superior. And I want to talk about why. Um, and I know it's a controversial subject. And I know there's like uh, a lot of a lot of chefs are like, no, no, but, but you eat with your eyes first, chef. Um, yeah, that's that's dumb. And I'm not saying that presentation isn't important because it is. And if you work in a high-end restaurant, um, plating skills are critical. You need to know how to use your offset spatula. You need to use your tweezers. Um, you need to know how to make canals with spoons. You need to know how to properly dab your meat and so on and so forth. You need to have your random placement of flowers and herbs and microgreens and garnishes. Presentation is important. And I, and I don't want to discredit that, but in the hierarchy of importance, Presentation is not greater than taste. So I want to share a story with everyone. When I was a very young cook, you know, I don't know, I was about 22 years old. Um, I was really excited to go to a seminar with a certified master chef. And, you know, for people that are not from my era, a certified master chef was a huge deal. It still is a huge deal. Um, I, I don't know if it has the same popularity as it did. Um, when I was coming up, but it's still a huge deal. It's a very, it's a very difficult exam to become a certified master chef through the uh, American Culinary Federation. You know, uh, there's a cooking practical. There was a, you know, some tests that you had to take. You had to be a certified executive chef. Blah blah blah. Point being that it's a big deal if you're a certified master chef. So when I was a young cook, I went to a seminar with a certified master chef, and he said something that stayed with me pretty much for the rest of my career and really changed uh, my mind because, you know, master chefs at that point in time really were the authority when it came to cooking. And what the master chef said to me, because I, I was a young cook, I cared about plating. I wanted, you know, I wanted my food to look cool. I wanted it to have all the, all the, you know, soigne garnish and all the things that impress people when they look at food. I was really into plating. I, I would practice plating more than I'd practice cooking. Um, and the master chef said, when you get a beautiful dish and you're blind, does it matter? Do you care that it's beautiful if you cannot see? And he had a great point. And someone argued 
well, you eat with your eyes first. You know, presentation is everything. He said, okay, great, but how long does presentation matter? It usually only matters for a few seconds before you start eating it, um, which I thought was a very valid, valid point, and it really changed my thought process into how I think about plating, how I think about food, um, because a lot of times we, we spend so much time making sure that the dish is beautiful. We live in the digital world now. Everyone has Instagram. Everyone's posting their art of plating dishes, um, you know, tagging food stars or whoever, right? And people go out of their way to get some clout on Instagram with beautiful plating. And, and I'm not going to lie. Some of, the, some of the plates are beautiful. And, um, but I would say don't be fooled. A lot of the food that you see on Instagram for some of these, you know, plating websites, or I'm sorry, plating, pla plating pages, um, it's, I'd say it, it's bullshit food. It's stuff that would never work in a restaurant. It's stuff that is specifically designed to be displayed um, on Instagram. And the reason you wouldn't serve it in a restaurant is because, you know, you might have 20, 30 touch points on it and you have three cooks. So it's, it's not realistic food. Now, I'm not talking about these world-class restaurants like, you know, Noma or Per Se or something like that. You know, when they're posting food, that's really how you're going to get it in, in those restaurants. What I'm talking about is like uh, the guy that you've never heard of that has 200,000 followers on Instagram. And, you know, he's got, you know, the, the universal spiral of some sort of puree with a whole bunch of flowers. And, you know, it, it looks really pretty. I don't know if it tastes good. Um, and that's that's kind of the point is... We put so much focus on plating because we're incentivized on social media to be rewarded um, with likes and comments and shares because our food is pretty and plated nicely. But if you're a chef or a cook, and I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this, the food that you serve on Instagram doesn't matter unless you could pull it off in your restaurant. That's what's important. It needs to be delicious in the restaurant. So I would ask anyone to go through this exercise that I, I like to use is think about the most beautiful dish you've ever been served or created, right? So so think about that dish, what it looked like, um, and, and have that in your mind. Now, write that dish down or remember it. And now think back to the best dish or best meal you've ever had. And then I would challenge you, are they the same? Is the most beautiful dish that you've ever had also the most delicious dish that you've ever had? And the chances are they're not. And, and the fact of the matter is I know they're not. And if you come to me and say, no, they are. They're the exact same dish. I'm going to say, okay, you're full of shit. You just want to prove a point uh, because I know they're not. Some of the best meals that you've had, um, some of the most tasty are the, you know, it's it's the beautiful um, taco that you're getting from a from a from a food truck or at someone's home or a moment in time at a world-class restaurant. These are the most delicious things that you've had. And sometimes the most delicious, the most delicious things um, are plated, you know, very humbly, very simply. And so it's important that we see the distinction between um, plating and taste. Now, even though we went through that exercise, there's still going to be people that say, no, no, no. Presentation is more important. Okay, and I, and I still haven't convinced you, so we're going to try one last time to convince you why taste is superior to plating. Let's say you have to choose, and there's two plates in front of you. One of those plates is absolutely beautiful. It has everything on it. It has some stupid spiral of a puree. 
It has flowers. It has shaved raw vegetables. It's plated in an amazing fashion that you'd expect from someone that you've never heard of that has 100,000 followers. It's just stunning. But there's a catch. It's spoiled. Now, there's another plate next to it. And the other plate, it's served on a disposable plate. Um, and it's humbly presented, but it is just super tasty, cooked by one of the best chefs in the world. But it, it looks sloppy because it's on a, on a disposable plate. Which one do you want to eat? Do you want to eat the delicious dish that looks okay? Or do you want to eat the spoiled food that looks beautiful? I mean, it's a rhetorical question because if you have you know, any doubt that you would eat the delicious food over the spoiled food, well, then I think we could, we could kind of rest the case a little bit that taste is the f- most important thing and then presentation would come second. Now, um, I feel like I've been beating up presentation a little bit, so I, I want to expand upon that. Presentation is important. And knowing how to plate is a skill. And we, we, we touched on that earlier, but here's, here's another thought exercise. If you could think of something like the, the classic dishes, you know, a roasted chicken or a prime rib or anything like that. These are dishes that would be delicious 50 years ago. They were delicious 20 years ago. They're delicious today. Most likely they will be delicious 20 years from now, 50 years from now, so on and so forth. Because Things that taste good are going to taste good regardless of where you are in time, right? But when it comes to plating and presentation, that is evolving very quickly. You know, that's a, you know, that's an art form that's 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 changing with trends and and it's and it's very quick now, right? You could go back. Uh, I would I would challenge you know most chefs to do this. Go back and look at your plates um, from a few years ago, and then look at your food now, and then say, okay. Which one do you like better? Most likely you're going to say, oh, okay, I like my plating style now. But a few years ago, the way you were plating, like that was, that was all the rage. Food trends and plating trends evolve so quickly um, that your head is going to be spinning trying to keep up with what is the latest and greatest way to, to present food. So I would say fundamentally make sure that your food is delicious first. So this is what I do when I'm developing a dish. I, I, I make sure it tastes good. I go through the iterative process. We try it with different chefs. Um, when everyone's satisfied that, okay, it's delicious. Then we work backwards on the plating. Like, okay, now that it tastes good, how do we make sure it looks good? Um, and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here on my high horse and say that I don't sometimes make decisions um, based on presentation because I do. But I've, I've, refined it along the way. Like I don't make as many stupid mistakes as I, as I did early on in my career when I thought plating was more important. So there's a lot of ways that you could enhance the presentation. And this goes everything from, you know, if you're working in that type of restaurant, maybe you pour the sauce table side. Um, maybe you add uh, another version of the same vegetable. So maybe you have a puree of a vegetable and then you also have a cooked version of the same vegetable looking beautifully, or, you know, you have herbs or whatever is going to impact the color on there. But the old saying is, if you put something on the plate, it should have a purpose. And, you know, they used to drill that into our heads in culinary school, like everything on the plate needs to have a purpose. Um, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to have functional garnishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. It makes a lot more sense now that I'm not designing dishes because I see so many dishes now that um, have things on them that really don't belong. And you wonder, why is that on that dish? It doesn't belong. And if the only reason it's on the dish is because it makes it look better, um, 
but it doesn't make it taste better and may you may need to remove it because it may be detracting from the overall presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I think it's very important to work first with the dish and then work on presentation second. So um, I want to make sure that that's clear. I'm not, I'm not one of these people that says, oh, yeah, taste matters in presentation. It's not important. Presentation is important, but it's step two in the process. Now, people listening to this podcast may or, or may not know, if you know me personally and, and you're one of my friends, you know, obviously, that I was a chef um, for 27 years and I've stepped away from the kitchen. Uh, you know, I'd like to say I'm, I'm retired, um, but what I mean is that I'm no longer running professional kitchens day to day. After uh, so many years in there, I thought it was time to step away. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because if one day I ever decide to go back into the kitchen... Um, people say, are you worried that time will pass you by, um, that the food will evolve and the trends will evolve? And, you know, quite honestly, no, I'm not too worried about it. Um, obviously, I, I fully understand that if I were to take 10 years off and we see how quickly food evolves um, within one year. So if you could, you know, um, extrapolate that to 10 years out. I think we would see some massive changes in the way that we cook and the ingredients that we're using and to what's trendy. Um, but I, I wouldn't really worry too much. So if, let's just use this as a thought experiment. If you pulled me out of cooking for 10 years and you threw me back in and you said, we need you to perform at the top, I wouldn't worry because during my time as a chef, I picked up invaluable skills along the way. I know how to lead a kitchen. I know how to manage a kitchen. I understand uh, how to cook. I know how to use a knife. I know how to use pots and pans. Um, I know how to work with different ingredients. My fundamentals are strong. What I would do is I would say, okay, give me a few weeks. Let me research who the top restaurants in the world are. Let me see what the plating styles are. Let me see what the ingredient styles are. Uh, let me see what's new that I'm unaware of. Let me see what's no longer relevant. Um, and then let me take it from there. I don't think it would be that difficult um, because I already know how to cook. The only thing I'd be updating is just the, you know, the trend changed, right? So that's new. And the plating style changed. That's new. But unless we're cooking with robots, everyone still is using a knife. Everyone still works on a cutting board. Everyone's still working with pots and pans. Um, I don't think I'd be that big of a fish out of water. And so that's why I always tell people like in the order of hierarchy, it's like know how to cook, make sure it tastes good. Presentation comes third because presentation is the one that is going to change the fastest and be least relevant over time. And what you want to do as a chef is you want to build skills that are timeless, that this is, this is going to give your career longevity. So, um, I, you know, I know that's a little bit of a rant. One last point I want to make is a lot of people will say, well, what, what happens to these, these chefs that don't evolve? You know, why is it that they can't figure out the latest plating trend or whatever it is that, uh, that has kind of at a certain point made them no longer relevant in the dining scene. And, you know, I could tell you, cause I, this is something that I struggled with um, the, my last couple of years in the kitchen is the plating 
seems less and less important over time. And the food that's delicious to you is universally delicious, but people have seen it before. And so when people say like, what do I crave? I, I crave simple meals, you know, a good piece of uh, fish, a grilled steak, you know, roasted chicken, whatever the case may be. I don't necessarily crave the most beautiful, trendy dish. Um, and, I, and I think that's where a lot of chefs go wrong is they, they still want to play at the top. Um, they still want to be an important chef in their community, but they don't want to evolve with the trends and, and, uh, and the plating styles. And I'll be honest with you, this is, this is where plating uh, and trends are important because if you don't want to play that game anymore, you run the risk. And I'm not saying this is going to happen to everybody, but you do run the risk of no longer uh, being relevant at the top end of those competitive restaurants. So something for chefs to keep in mind is that um, I felt like I was pretty good as a chef like at recognizing the trends and understanding that we had to be on them. Uh, but if I could be honest, that food didn't excite me. I just knew that like, okay, if we're going to play at this level and we're going to play at the top, this is the kind of food that we need to do. These are the ingredients that we need to look at. This is what we need a plate like. But it, it didn't excite me. I just knew I was playing the game at that point um, because what always excites me is just simple, technical, beautiful, delicious food. And that to me is more timeless than, uh, you know, to the, the thing that I keep harping on is, you know, the, the, the silly art of plating swirls um, with, you know, purple and orange and all these inedible colors. Um, so anyway, rant over. I hope you all enjoyed today's rant and hopefully you took something away from it, learned something. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe I changed your perspective on this. Maybe you still think I'm full of shit. Um, regardless, doesn't matter. I want to make sure that you heard it. Um, I explained my case. And hopefully you can use this in your own thoughts and methodology when running your own kitchen. So anyway, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you all.